clippity clap. <laughs> clippity clippity clap. It's us. It's us. <laughs> I love your enthusiasm, Deanna. Uh, everything is just, you know, we're all okay. So one of the best, it's not advice, but like on the Allison Rosen podcast, this was years ago, yeah. someone named Greg, I think his name's Greg Heller. He said, you know, he said, everyone's tired and everyone's busy. Yeah. Yes. You know, we all like to say, oh, this is going on with me and this and have sessions with each other and be like, oh, can you believe all this stuff? But you know what? Everyone's tired and everyone's busy. Everyone's going through it. And like now that, you know, we're coming out of COVID, summer plans, like summer schedules, like. And the summer is just not adding up to like what we thought it was going to be. In terms of what? Of just like, I don't know, this summer, summer, I thought I was going to be like fancy free. Like granted, it's like (laughs) hot girl summer and bras have been optional in my world getting back to what but like I just feel so stressed out and anxious yeah you know what that's real talk though and I think people need to hear that because I think there's a lot of like oh like I should be having so much fun right and like maybe that's not happening for you all the time or even ever or maybe whatever like how do you feel Indra um I don't know. I just feel like I'm just trying to like day to day. Like it Mm -hmm. feels very frenetic because we we went from this like year of like having relative consistency Mm -hmm. to like plans and and travel and guests and things like that. And it's like building all that stuff back in is like kind of (laughs) hard. I hear you. And then there's family karma and and then it's it's what we're here for it's actually we were just saying it's so nice to like have this kind of release bravo outlet yeah it's so great and like i am i'm so loving this season i really am i love this season i love the colorful clothing yes um i love the beauty looks i love vishal The strip, the stripping. Oh my gosh. <laughs> At the end of the episode, Ooh. I was like, well, here he the is. Halloween party. Okay. So let's start. Okay. I just have Go, to. Girl. So I just like that it started with. <laughs> Amrit sitting with his parents at the confessional and they're like trying to move the camera down but Amrit's like oh do I have to put on pants (laughs) do you think he wasn't wearing pants or I think he was wearing probably short shorts yeah okay so he was and it looked like but it looked like he was not wearing pants no no and and that's COVID in a nutshell yeah it's like no pants pants optional business on top Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm I kind of whatever on the bottom. So I guess he probably did put on pants, but you know, I kind of liked the look. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, okay, but then we transition into oh my god, and I have to say right now, everybody, mm. Amrit is going to be on Watch What Happens Live. Okay, yeah. Can we discuss this? So you shot me that text. So when is this? It's going to be on Wednesday after the show airs, and I think I wonder... the reason is because. Oh, I because I think there's going to be the yeah. big conversation with his nani. Right. And it's Pride Month. Yes. And he's going to be on with freaking Garcelle. He's going on with Garcelle? Yes. Like, wow. I cannot. I'm I'm going to actually She's stay up to watch, watch it. Amazing. Yes. Both of them. It's going to be such a fun watch what happens live. Yeah. Um, and good for family karma. Finally, right? I wonder if they'll have... 
anyone else on. I mean, Jiminy Cricket. No, they have to. Like, this is a start, right? Good. We have Amrit. Right. It is. I love your positivity. Once Andy sees how fun and amazing, like, having family karma people on is, and all of you out there, you need to watch it. You need to, like, comment on social media. Be like, I'm so happy you had family karma people on. I want more. Like, Basically, from now till the end of the season, there's no reason why they shouldn't have a no. Family Karma cast member on Watch What Happens Live every Wednesday. That's my feeling. I Speaking of cast members, I don't know when you want to get into this. I'm confused. <laughs> I'm con- so confused on why, who are the main cast members and why they're saying people... We've discussed this so yeah. much, but last night I was like, who who's the main cast members, well, there's right? The people- and why are they highlighting people uh-huh. who are not like showing up or in like vital scenes or whatever who are you talking about Sean okay <laughs> <laughs> okay so and even Bali. like Bali like where even is like she Bali, even um Monica's boyfriend I know like, well we saw a little we, bit like, more of him this episode I know but I do feel like again we're barely seeing Sean we're barely and like, why are we barely seeing Bali? I'm hoping next week we'll see more of her because there's going to be that like auntie high tea. <laughs> I just don't understand. I, it's like, I don't know. I would want to sit down with production and being like, and just ask them what, how, like, who is the core cast and why it, it just feels like the more people you add, it, it just like it. It's there's a little bit of confusion with the viewer. Well, yeah, because you you can't get to everyone. You're spread. You're spread yeah. thin. For example, it's like we're we're too saturated with the five housewives of New York. Right? Yeah, it's like too little. We need more. Yeah. I think and the sweet spot is like six to seven. Six to right? seven. And how many can we count the family? There's karma? nine of them. It, there's nine. Oh my god. So that's people are getting lost a little, but. My hope, again, is that that means the season will be good and long so that they can take their time getting into everyone's stories. Interesting. Because we are on number four right now. We're on episode number four. I mean, the other thing, and this is what we love about Family Karma, is that they also showcase, like, the aunties and uncles play a big role. The grandparents play a big role. And they're not official cast members. So, like, there's so many people to fit in. I'm just trying to ride with it, you know? Okay, so let's talk about okay. Amrith at home with Nicholas and his parents. I just love his mom. She is, like, the sweetest oh, woman. Course. She's the best. <laughs> and she... She is a role model. I mean, the way... That, I just thought... She's like, so should I get you some his and his towels? And Amrit's like, um, no. That's tacky. <laughs> but I just love that she's like... You know, to see the way that she's just like fully embraced their relationship mm-hmm. while acknowledging that this is like a tough thing in the South Asian community mm-hmm. for people to express openly. And like that, I think... His not yeah no Nani means your mother's mother so it's her mother that doesn't yes. know about this so it's like you know this is like it's just really beautiful to see them and like I thought the whole discussion about like does Nani know right like what do you think N- no I think that I think we can all go through life just not acknowledging things if you don't want to know you don't want to know yeah I mean his dad was like I think she knows she's a smart woman. 
But mm. then she's also asking questions. I mean, there's this thing right. in like the older generations of Indian culture. I see it in my parents. I see it in the parents right. on the show. It's like, it's kind of a like, I'm going to live like blissful ignorance. Like I'm not going right. to ask too many questions. Yeah. Like later on when Lavina auntie is like setting up at Amrit and Nicholas's party and mm-hmm. Rich and Vishal come in and she's like, oh, it was so lovely to see them together. They looked like they were having a great time. Yeah. It's like she's taking the surface level and not diving deeper, even though she probably right. knows there's something deeper going on because it's just easier to um so I became a vegetarian when I was 18 uh-huh. and then I was a vegetarian until I was like 28, mm-hmm. maybe 29. Every time I went to my dad's house and visited him, yeah. he would always say, how do you want your burger cooked? And I'd say, I'm a vegetarian. He'd be like, so how do you want your burger cooked? <laughs> and it's like every single time. You know what I yeah, mean? Because it's, it just it happens a was lot. not clicking and this is obviously very different from no but I think I think you're right that like it's maybe not even just an Indian thing I think it happens a lot in the Indian community because of a lot of like complex cultural things that have to do with immigrating here and all sorts of stuff but like yeah there is a thing of like the next generation they're they're just like I'm not gonna acknowledge that right (laughs) or just like you think about like my dad grew up in an Italian household where it was just like there was the only thing you restricted is uh, meat you ate fish on Fridays because of Catholicism Mm -hmm. so and also like his parents struggled to put food on the table so why would someone choose yeah yeah you know to give up something like me totally totally um okay so anyway then they're <laughs> um it's like i'm gonna be a half naked angel for halloween and Livian auntie's like which half is gonna be naked <laughs> <laughs> and Amrit um, talks about how halloween is kind of like the gay christmas yes, and i love that that he loves it and they showed all of the costumes he's had over the years and they were all amazing like the oh, one where I he was the like train conductor wasn't it i think that was like mario brother that was what i thought it was Either way, it was fantastic. Um, And yeah, we basically, I loved when he was also like, you know, Nani probably thinks I'm a loser because that I only have one friend. Right. (laughs) Right. Everything with me, which I thought was really, really funny. Um, But, you know, like they all agree, like we need to get Nani's blessing here we just need her to know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And Levine auntie's like, I think I should be the one to give the message and you should be there. And that was very interesting. I thought that was very interesting that she wanted. And is that a cultural thing of like the mom presenting information or is that a protective thing? I I don't think it's a cultural thing. I think it's like, she this is my mom and maybe like oh, I can soften yes, the blow if the if it's even gonna be a blow. I mean, what we see in the preview is that Amrith is the one who's telling her. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. but obviously everyone is there and it's it the whole scene looks very supportive. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how it plays yeah. out and obviously Is he the first South Asian American man to come out on screen to someone else? Uh, probably. I mean, probably? I ha- I can't think of any other examples no. in like reality TV. Mm-mm. Like, And it's so, you know, he's saying what he was saying later also, I think 
um, in one of his uh, confessionals was like, you know, I have some like they were asking him about getting engaged to Nicholas. And he was like, you know, there's some complicated feelings here because like I'm going to be the first Indian man, gay man in my community to have a gay wedding. This is this was the one thing that like like hit me in the face from the episode yeah yeah and what a big deal this is and it's such a weight on his shoulders because he's representing like a whole right situation basically you know like and that is a lot of weight on your shoulders and and it's just important i think for all of us to realize like what the lgbtqia plus community mm-hmm. faces on a daily basis and especially in cultures where um you know it's less accepted to be gay so that and, that and hit there's me too, all these for sure there's all these like complicated factors of coming out to different people absolutely and we also saw like a safety thing mm-hmm. with Dylan, you know? And I, I don't know if I've said this before in the podcast, but I always come back to like, what a privilege it is for me as a heterosexual woman to not have to mm-hmm. tell people what my sexual preferences are, that it's mm-hmm. just assumed. I never have to like ha- sit down with someone and be like, hey, I like this type of person. It's just assumed. Mm-hmm. Like, what a weight is that for people who need to they have to tell you Mm -hmm. what their sexuality is it's like it was just so important that you know we interesting when um watching Amrit's face when Dylan talked about um getting beat up yes yeah you know for um identifying as gay Mm -hmm. and making out in a bar yeah did he say North Carolina and then getting thrown out of a bar just for being gay and then being called the f word like just two weeks prior yeah, like and Amrit's like you know he was kind of like I feel lucky that I haven't had a, mm-hmm. that type of stuff thrown at me but you know it was nice to see them talking with each other about like yeah, their place in this community yeah. yeah so because it is such a shared experience it really is it really is um okay so the second scene is in the Halloween store <laughs> And uh, Brian and Vishal are getting dressed up and trying to scare each other and choosing costumes. And Anisha shows up and um, Brian has like a little confessional where he's like, you know, I just want like after my party that kind of blew up, like I want to be the peacemaker. I'm Switzerland. I'm like, whatever. I do feel like Brian is kind of that presence. Yeah. In the friend group. Yeah. He's like the good. He's emerging as that kind of like yeah. unexpected peacekeeper. I wonder if he has dark moments. I mean, everyone has. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've learned from Britney Spears, everyone yeah. has dark like moments, Like moments right? where he's just like a total dick and like... <laughs> no, just even like, just like sad and depressed and just like crying. And- oh, yeah. I hope he does. Because if I, you're you not know- doing that, like you're repressing something. <laughs> you know what I <laughs> you're mean? You're not facing rea- the reality of I life. mean, I think they showed a little of that when he was talking with his mom, right? When he mm. was talking about like how he doesn't feel like he's living up to the expectations of his girlfriend's family because he's not a doctor. So we'll get into that. Hmm. But we'll get into that. Um. Okay, so then they talk. Anisha's like, you know, I don't do costumes, only couples costumes. 
I've never done a couple's costume in my life. Have you? No, I I think Patrick and I talked about it a couple times, and then it just like never materialized. I'm I'm bad at Halloween costumes. I know you're incredible at them. I love Hall. I love costumes. Yeah. Do you know what you're going to be for Halloween this year? Um, I've always. I don't know. I don't know. I really. Who knows. I, I, you, I, you know what the funny thing is, is I always think, oh, I want to be that. Like, it'll be November 2nd and I'll be like, oh, I want to be oh, that. Oh, and then you forget. Next year for Halloween. And then I just always forget. So I probably have said a couple times. Yeah. If someone has heard on the podcast what you wanted to be, remind us. Right. Um, okay. So then they're talking about, you know, Anisha's there and she's like, you know, how is it going with Richa Vishal? And he's like, Vishal's like, I think we've been upgraded from uh, like not doing well or whatever to it's complicated, which is funny. Just Which they seem like they're kind of back to the same old... Not patterns, because I don't know what's happening in their home but life. They're but they're spending um, time they're together. Pl- they're talking yeah. to each other. They're making plans. Anisha says she thinks they're soulmates. And, you know, you and I have said that we feel like we want them to be together. I still feel that way. Um, and then she brings up the Dylan drama. And she's like... You know, and it's interesting because like part of me forgot like in season one, like the whole thing was that Anisha and Vishal were like besties, you know? Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Because they did the toilet. Yeah, they would. That's the thing I will think of. I totally forgot about that. that. No, I think that's over, too. I think that's I think Anisha and Dylan are closer now. Right. And so she's kind of like, you know, you didn't seem great at the party there was rage in your eyes and I'm on his side on this one and Vishal's kind of like well what about like him running his mouth about me and she's like you need to talk to them and I think she means like Sean and and Dylan both of the Patels which is what he does Mm -hmm. later as he talks to both of them um but in the in Vishal's confessional he's like you want to talk about drama let's talk about you and Monica which is like you know, throwing a little shade there. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is which is true. Like there's two dramatic situations going on. Um, and we'll talk more about how that was handled later. Um, and then they ask about Brian and um what do they ask about Brian? Oh no, no, no. Brian was asking Anisha. No, Brian's kind of Brian's just oh, hanging like, out. Brian's off in his own world. He's the good time guy, trying on costumes, doing Michael Jackson impression. What we can only think of is a Michael. Okay, what did you think of Vishal? Like with the pitchfork, like acting like it was his dick. Oh, I and love then that. Smelling. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see the smell anymore. <laughs> That's just my favorite thing now in the whole episode. Oh my god, I was like that? a little grossed out, and I was like, "This is amazing." <laughs> I thought it, now that I'm because th- when he was doing that, I was thinking of Sonia when she was doing the miming yeah. and she was taking <laughs> the piece of cloth and ma- pretending it was a penis. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm here for like the low grade fruit fruit laughs. Yes, you know? Yeah, you're like that like, <laughs> that gets a rise out of Deanna. <laughs> and me, to be fair. And you? Yeah, for sure. I loved I didn't it. Realize what? Like he smelled the tea. <laughs> and Anisha took a picture. She's like, no, smell it again. Smell it again. Oh, I so he smelled it because she said it or she No, just he smelt I it. think he did it and then she's like, No, I want to get this on Instagram. <laughs> um 
So that was a nice light scene, getting ready for I the party. And then, and then we meet Rishi's family, which gave me a whole feeling. Which He's so relaxed. When I saw this family, it gave me... So I have a lot of family that lives in Detroit. And they live in this community of Indians that are all mm-hmm. very wealthy. And they all mm-hmm. like party hard. They party hard. And I was like, when I'm in that with them, I was like, I feel if I went to the Karam house, I would feel like I was in Detroit with my family there. Like, oh, that's kind of cool. The drinking starts early. They party all night. After the, the prayer, though, loud. right? <laughs> yeah, the whole after the prayer <laughs> thing is like, this is something that's ubiquitous, I think, across all like religious communities. It's like, okay, I'm going to like do my confessional and then I'm going to go and have sex with whoever I want. You know, right. it's like that type yeah. of thing. Um, or you in Catholicism you're like oh I'll go to Saturday evening mass so I'm gonna go get just super smashed (laughs) at the bars after this Um, and it was funny like you could tell that like they have drinks regularly because like Monica as we know does not drink a lot well she had like a big Kool-Aid like with ice and what was that his dad was like I'm gonna give you some Saint Germain he's like it's like it's like alcohol but it's not alcohol (laughs) what is saint germain it's it's like a liqueur i think rishi said is it it goes in like um it's pretty sweet like you'll find it in certain cocktails um oh interesting it's kind of like it has like floral notes i want to say oh interesting Um, you've definitely had saint germain in one of your cocktails at some point um but anyway so it was interesting like three brothers we meet the mom like also like Mm -hmm. their look and their house and just the way that they all were I was like they're very like you know it was a party household okay I was waiting with bated breath what you were gonna (laughs) fill in the blank with because I was like this could go anywhere yeah I mean I don't know how to explain it I also feel like the show whether or not they're like this or not or Rishi is like this or not have you felt like there's been a lot of intentional choices to show Rishi talking about brand names like no because no, now I'm intrigued because like in one of the confessionals Mon- with him and Monica Monica's like oh he showed up in an like Armani exchange shirt to my Halloween right. party he's like no yes. it would not be an Armani, Armani exchange and then like in the episode where Anisha called him dollar store Drake she was like no you'd be like Chanel Drake and he's like oh I'll take Chanel you know, like, I feel like the producers are intentionally he's, showing. Are you saying he's their producers are trying to label him a label whore? I think kind of. Wow. I don't know. What do you like? I how else am I supposed to take that? I mean, and Rishi, I'm, if you're listening to this, I don't actually know if that's true don't or not. And you. even if it is true, like, that's fine, because we all know. How does someone own their own restaurant at the age of 27? Well, he clearly just has his shit together. And. Another thing I'm gleaning is his his family has a lot of money. His family. Right? I think their family has a lot of money and they're able to help 
because a restaurant takes quite a bit of money to get off the ground. Oh, yeah. So if you have the seed money from your family or friends right. or investors or whatever, you have the connections, which usually wealthy people do. It makes that easier. But then to run a successful restaurant takes right. a smart person with good business sense, all uh-huh. of these things. And clearly Rishi has that. So, you know, it's like when I was 27, I <laughs> was doing the complete opposite. <laughs> so in the sense, Rishi is just winning. Hashtag winning. You know? Hashtag winning. Um, his older brother was like going on a date in like a feather jacket. <laughs> What's up? And this is what I'm always like obsessed with because, okay, I take a peek every once in a while at the Daily Mail and I'm always curious why these people who, not these people, people who live in warm temperatured cities wear heavy coats. Well, he said it was 40 degrees. Okay. So I think it does get cold, but like colds to them is like well all i gotta say is air like, conditioned yeah which would make me oh so my sick God, i'd be cold all that the would time make me, i would be freezing yes and i'm not into that so maybe that's part of it too yeah ac do you have a swamp cooler or an ac at your house we don't have either we have because house, the air is so wow. dry in boulder we don't need it and we have good yeah. shade on our over our house good for you but um, okay, so then we and his younger brother, Sonit, is like lifting weights and Oh, did you see his eyes? <laughs> yes, they were very His eyes are like gray. I'm wondering if those are real or colored contacts. Oh, which as we've talked about wow. is uh ramp runs rampant in the Indian community. Um but I think they might be real, honestly. I mean, I think Rishi's the cutest of them all. I have to say. Yeah. And and it's interesting because he seems like the good kid. Yeah. Not that all any of them are bad, but he's like very straight in line with, yeah. you know, goals. And he seems very like understated. Like he's not about like making big frills and stuff. Um, and Monica makes a little mention that like, you know, I inspired him to do the vegan menu at his restaurant and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And. Um, you know, so then his older brother's like, what do you guys do on dates? And Monica's like, well, we don't like, we're not really into like going out to eat and being foodies and stuff. And his brother's like, I think you guys are just like doing secret Bollywood dances, (laughs) which is like probably true. They talk about how they've always liked each other from a very young age. But then I thought that he liked her and she was too old. I think, yeah, there were various reasons why it didn't really come together for years. And then they reconnected, I guess. I don't know. Um, It's sort of murky. But Monica does talk about, and it's true. She talks about how like in soap operas and Hindi dramas and, you know, Mm. and Pakistani dramas and stuff. My mom watches a lot of dramas from Pakistan these days. And there's always this tension. There's like the evil mother-in-law and the evil evil daughter-in-law. And there's, you know, mothers-in-laws and daughters-in-laws are always butting heads, which I think like maybe happens in every culture. (laughs) But it's definitely like a known thing thing in in South Asian culture and she's like it's not like that with us like I'm very close with her their family it's interesting and we'll get into it but like you know Monica's parents are very complex yes Um, it's very complicated and she's gravitated toward this like super 
like it seems like she's like a motherly almost she's become a motherly figure to Monica yes. and she enjoys hanging out with this like family unit with three siblings and both parents together totally well why don't we just talk about it now we can skip sure. to that scene where she's with her mom which I feel like illuminated a lot about Monica's situation it made me realize like how little we were actually seeing of her whole story last season when it was just like her and her dad I would love to rephrase Mm -hmm. or or re you know Brian said he was Switzerland but in actuality Monica is Monica is Switzerland and um that's the role it appears again I could be wrong that she's been playing her whole life absolutely she's been managing the managing your parents is such an emotional weight on a child I mean the fact that they cannot be in the same room together without having friends like you know like play resistant I mean she said the last time she saw them in a room together was at her college graduation which is like she's she's almost 30 like eight years Mm -hmm. ago it's so wild it's so challenging because and and this is someone as a daughter of divorce Mm -hmm. who I've never think I saw my parents after they got divorced in the same room once really yeah at my sister's wedding and they were on it was keeping them on opposite opposite sides but at least like for me it's like I get to talk to my brother and sister about yes it. you have like no matter support. what kind of relationship we have mm-hmm. like it's it's like we have our own dialogue about it yeah you, know, you can like process lingo. things with each other and right and Monica is on her own and she's on her own you know like she lives with her dad she obviously is close with her mom too and sees and sees that her often but like yeah. there is like something went really wrong with them and and that's and it's none of our business right it's It's not none it's not it's none of our business um but when does it become and i'm not sure this is it just two egos being in the same room yeah yeah together and and like not ever being able to reconcile their differences i mean the the whole oil and water thing this was the first time i saw raj Mm. uncle look like very serious in his confessional when he was talking about his marriage right like yeah look yeah that's a really good his demeanor was it was different he looked it wasn't light and like you know maybe a little angry and we don't and we don't know what's been said we don't know the settlement we don't know anything we don't know what happened all we know is anita uh anita auntie who's monica's mom was saying that she she feels like Raj uncle resents the fact that they got divorced and that she doesn't want him saying things like Anita did this or whatever, which was kind Mm -hmm. of interesting. And Monica was kind of like, slow down. Like you need to take responsibility for your side too. So the Switzerland thing that you're talking about. Oh my gosh. And it's such a big, yeah, it's, it's a responsibility um, on Monica that, Uh, A child should be able to feel like a child, in my opinion. Yeah. And I think that like, you know, like 
I think she holds on to aspects of that. And I think like, so seeing her mother also, who is this unconventional Indian woman in many ways, mm-hmm. right? Like she's outspoken. She's she's saying like, I'm working on like being a little less like, you know, out there and, and harsh mm-hmm. and whatever. She's mm-hmm. divorced. She's making a life on her mm-hmm. own. Like she's one of these many kind of unconventional women of her generation. Yeah. And Monica has really gone in the other direction in many ways Mm -hmm. you know like she has really embraced the role of being like a a good Indian housewife in many ways Mm -hmm. and like part of that is probably because she's played that role in her relationship with her dad Mm -hmm. part of that is her maybe seeing that in other families and wishing that she had that Mm. you know like it was interesting when she was saying like I did really feel for her when she was like you know I I understand that you guys have not really been able to come together for me. But if I have a child like Monica, like yearns for this kind of like picture perfect thing that I think a lot of us yearn for, which like is a like family unit, the big holidays where we all come together yeah. in a house and we stay together for a few days and we cook meals and we have fun times together. And like she wants to see her parents both there in that picture. And she mm-hmm. feels like, her parents can't do that for her. So how are they going to do that Mm -hmm. for her kids? And she's like, she's thinking like many steps ahead. And Anita auntie is even saying like, I didn't even realize you were thinking about that. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. And I will do what I can to like, make this okay. That's great. I really appreciated her. I liked how she said also at one point that like, you know, people like, um, Monica was talking about uncertainty and she was like, you know, uncertainty mm-hmm. is like and blueprints like these aren't things that people really have in life. Like there is no right. blueprint for life. And like exactly. And exactly. It's so tr- I was just thinking about that, like becoming a mother. Like there's oh my god, there's no blueprint for that shit. <laughs> and we have to remember that they met for ten minutes and then they got married. Yes, which is you know like so it's, many. It's, it's like, and this is not a critique of arranged marriages at all. No, it's just like this is it's just, not going to work. Sometimes. That was the situation. <laughs> it's just you know, and and marriages you know end up like normal. Not normal. That's the wrong word. American marriages end up with 50 to 60 percent divorce, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is very high. I'll say normal Western. Yes. Yeah. I mean, divorce rates across the board, but definitely in Western traditions are very high. Um, 50-50, sometimes more. And I think it's increasing in the Indian community as well. And um, I think it just takes a really strong person yeah. on both sides to just be like, especially in working. that community, to be like, it's not working. We're not going to do this anymore. Yeah, yeah. And she clearly made that decision. And it's just interesting. I am so looking forward to seeing Raj Uncle at the Auntie Happy Hour or like whatever they're doing next episode. She, is the is Monica's mom going to that? I probably not cuz they don't hang out together. So, and you know, I honestly like knowing how these large Indian communities are and how they welcome yeah. families and things like this and we've seen with Lopa being kind of cut out mm-hmm. from that scene. Which shout out to the divorced women on this Absolutely. show. I texted you last night when I was watching. I was like, these women are inspirations totally. To me. And it's like But I can see how maybe Monica's family, like I remember last season at the Diwali party, Mm. Raj uncle was like a little uncomfortable or it showed him looking uncomfortable at the Diwali celebration. Mm -hmm. I wonder how that has affected their like 
interactions with the larger Indian community. Um, like, is it even as far as social status? Oh, totally. Totally. Everything is about social status in the Indian social community. Status. And it's really fucked up and ugly. <laughs> I'll just say that. Like, I really hate that part of it. No, I appreciate it. And I, like, candid. have never appreciated that and have tried to, like, keep myself out of that in those situations. But you're seeing that start to play out on the show, which is interesting. Okay. I'm going to throw it out there. Go for it. Okay. You don't have to answer and you can cut this okay. out. Who do you think is the most concerned about social status? Oh, my God. Of, of not the aunties, but the next of generation. The cast? Yes. I would say not Monica. Um, I would say not never... Vishal, not Amrit. Yeah. I don't. I think Brian's a little too aloof. Brian doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Brian's just. I don't, I don't see. It's hard to say Dylan because he's on top. You know, when you're kind of on top. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You don't have to be concerned. Yeah, I don't think I would say any of them. Any of them? I think it's like... I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. I, when I think of Anisha thinking about that, I think she would just get annoyed. Anisha... Like you do. A like, this is bullshit. Yeah, Anisha just like... Anisha's very smart. She's very, like, cunning. And she, like, uh -huh. knows... She knows how the system works, you know? And I don't think she wants to be a part of it necessarily. I think she wants to be a part of it sometimes. And I think she also realizes like, I'm above this, <laughs> you know? And Bali is... Bali is like, Bali she is in, in her own there. world. Like, but I think she's also in a way like in her own world. Yeah, I'm, because she she truly is in her own world. Yeah. She's like <laughs> with the like younger generation the and aunties. the older generation. Yeah, she's um she's divorced. She has a t child in her early 20s. She has, um you know, she's in a relationship with O'Malley. I'm going to say something really controversial. Okay, go for it. I love it when you say that, by the way. I'm just wondering how our listeners will feel. Okay. Ready? Yep. I think they should move Bali on to Miami. Real Housewives of Miami. I... I think you she's know? underutilized. If I if this was a baseball team and I was trading during the season, which I'm not sure happens, but I think it does. Yeah. I think I would if I would be like removing Bali. This is like she's 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 she needs to just move on to the Real Housewives. Of I have had this. Like she needs to get into the thick of it. I have had the same exact thought. And you know what? I've been hoping that maybe they've been giving her a smaller edit to kind of move her off of family karma. Don't you think she's underutilized? Oh, my God. I mean, Bali was on this episode for literally like a minute, maybe less. And she's she's like talking about showing up to this Halloween party with solo cups and Trader Joe's. Right. And this is this is this is housewife energy. Oh, it is the shade. This is housewife the shade. We need we need to transfer her. Oh my god. She would she would fucking thrive on a housewife. I want show. her. I want Phil Collins' wife <laughs> who sold all of his gold records. <laughs> <laughs> Larsa Pippen, like Larsa these bitches. Pippen. Could you imagine Larsa and Bali? Oh my god, it's not controversial. I'm 100 percent there with you. you. Okay. We want to hear okay. from the listeners what you think. Um, okay, and put it up on the stories because, yes. like, we need that poll yeah. up. We're gonna push there. it on social media, retweet, repost, whatever yes. you need to do. Um, okay, Dylan and Amrit get lunch. So I did notice. <laughs> 
um at the beginning like at some point like the word threesome comes up okay so we need to actually discuss okay this. go ahead we, go if, ahead it's a threesome and a, a three-way and those are the is same three- things okay this is gonna get x-ray okay is a threesome <laughs> like two are in one's out and it's like you know wrestling where you high five each other <laughs> And a three-way is when everyone's in it. Two people, like one person's going down, and then that person is like going down on someone else, and it's like a it's like a train. I think they're the same things. I think it's okay. when there's three people involved in a sexual experience together, okay. right? But I thought the three-way was like the actual physical. Movement. So are you and on then Dylan's the threesome side here? Was- <laughs> <laughs> and the threesome is like the event. And then the three-way is oh, the actual is the action? Like, is the action. You know, that's getting really technical with it. <laughs> I think it's all the same thing. Okay. Like, I, I, I mean, would I'm use open. both words f- to mean the same thing. And Dylan was like, no, a three-way is not a threesome. Which gave me a little of the... So sh- I'm on Dylan's side. You're on Dylan's side. It gave me a little bit of, like, the Sean Patel energy from last season when he was like, no, the bag is condensing. It's not leaking. <laughs> I was like, okay, so this is a Patel thing. Yeah, they like to make sure the meanings oh, of words are clear. I mean, he got into UPenn. He's going to UPenn Business School. I mean, school, Dylan so. is a genius, I'm pretty He's sure. He's smart. Um, okay, so they're talking about the party. Amrit's getting Halloween makeup. He's talking about how, like, this is a Halloween party. It's a housewarming, and it's kind of like this announcement of his commitment to... Nicholas and moving forward in their life and we already talked about the whole proposal question where he was like I don't know how to answer that and then into it later he's like talking about how this is like it's not just a proposal it's like this big thing for him in his life and Indian community and and I want to say just one thing I thought it was really Mm. sweet how Nicholas was like I think that's like Amrit's like the proposal is like it's in his court because he has a lot of things that he wants to like get right. in place before we we go there. And I just I think Nicholas Such is the sweetest. Partner. Also, happy birthday to him. His birthday was yesterday, his, June 24th. We're recording this on Friday. So that's my friend's guy's birthday. So happy birthday to him and, guy. and it's my friend Glenny's birthday. Happy birthday. Glenny. All these people all these cancers all of them so much cancer um okay then there was <laughs> so then they get into it about like the vishal and dylan drama and you know amrit is like you said all these crappy thing well dylan is like i need to tell you where i'm coming from and he's like i felt like really scared and upset at like what Vishal said and Amrit's like well you know you said a lot of really hurtful things too Mm -hmm. we don't need to get into what all of those were but that like you know he was standing up for himself and that's how he expressed it and Dylan was like well it's not okay to express it that way and then Amrit asks him like has anything happened to you and as we already talked about like yeah like Dylan has faced like violence towards him Mm -hmm. and he's regularly being called like slurs like against Mm -hmm. the gay community and so like yeah it's triggering for him and Amrit's like yeah you know I understand that and um and he also says, like, you know, so this is one thing he was like, I under, 
I, you know, you out, you were like outing Vishal potentially, which is not okay. I thought you would like understand that. And Dylan was like, yes. And that's why I said, sorry. But again, as like we've said before, like the story has changed a little since the season is aired. It's and it's so kind of like, okay, let's just like, everyone I was wrong just, in this every, situation. <laughs> yeah, let's just, we got to move on because if we keep like dissecting no, it. It's like, yeah, we have to move on. And I was pleased to see that they kind of settled things at the Halloween yes, party yes. later. But, um, you know, they acknowledge like we are the two Indian gay men in our community, at least who are yeah. out. And, um, you know, Amrit acknowledges that like the threat of violence would trigger Dylan and that, you know, he's going to talk to Vishal about it. Mm-hmm. So then there's a scene of Brian and his, and his mom, him doing a lot. Okay. He this doesn't is use a little pillow disappointing. That is wild. First of all, do your pillow covers come off? Because mine don't. Like the sheets? No, the pillow covers on your pillows, do they come off? I've never even tried. But you guys, you guys, you all, you need to wash your pillow covers. Your pillow covers all the time because that's what's making you break out. That is like Mm -hmm. 50% of what's making you break out. Skincare 101. So, Brian, if you're not even using pillow covers, why isn't he using pillow covers? Because he says they slip off. So get the ones put with the little pocket, Brian, where you can put the pillow oh, yeah. in the pocket yeah. and then it stays on. Is that the one that you use? I mean, that's just like a standard thing in pillowcases, I thought. Not for me. Mine's open, open, open. I mean, Brian. <laughs> and then doing the He's laundry. 28 or is he 26? No, he's about to be 30. <laughs> <sighs> That was a tough pill It's just to like, it's watching him in his room. When did you start doing your own laundry? In college. Yeah. Right? Like. I was, I was 16, 17. Oh no, I didn't do my laundry until I went to college. Because my mom is like a laundry queen. How is her folding? Excellent. She irons everything. It's just t- what? Yeah, she irons my underwear. <laughs> <gasps> Dharma auntie, like doing the action of the washing machine. She's like, the machines go. I was like, (laughs) I love this woman so much. And she gave. So would you she gave Brian a a five out of 10 for his laundry doing skills? Two out of 10. I'm going to give him like a 1.5. Yeah. Like the fact that he's like not even using pillowcases is like part of it. He gets points off. He gets points (laughs) off for his age <laughs> Brian we love you you know we do out of 10 because he's almost and 30. all of this I'm like saying and I'm just like I was literally like I had a huge smile on my face watching this scene because I just love their dynamic and 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 like the conversation they had like you know Brian's like hey you know Monica's a rheumatologist her family is like all right. doctors and he and he's like you know I feel like I'm doing a great job in like my consultant IT work but I don't think that they see it that way so yeah I mean I think it's like tough because this is a trope in Indian culture, which we've all heard. Doctor, lawyer, engineer. And the doctor right. one is definitely the gold standard. Mm-hmm. Like my dad at age nine was like, Indra, you'll be a great doctor. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> Where did you get that from? And like, no, I don't want to be a doctor. And I have not taken that path. I've done a very different path. But 
you know, it comes up all the time. And it's like, there are these markers of like, oh, you're a good Indian kid and you're like suitable for my child or whatever. And a lot of it has to do with your professional path and frankly, how much money you make. And I'm like, Brian seems to be doing pretty well for himself. Right. Like, I know he's living at home, but that's a choice. Like, I don't think he has to. So, but Dharmahanti's so sweet. Mm -hmm. She's like, you know, like, and I love her, but just because I have two boys, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and just watching a mom of two boys. Yeah. And she's just like, like, I feel a connection to that. Totally. And I just loved how she was like, you know, they whoever you're with needs to accept you for who you are. You're yeah. such a like, you have a kind soul. You're like a social butterfly. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Brian has all these great qualities, right? Like, he's just like a fun guy. And he clearly like, he is a peacekeeper. He's a caring, sweet man. He is. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she. he's like, you know, she's like, I like having these conversations with you. I wish we did. He's like, I don't say stuff because I don't want you to take it to heart. And she's like, you're my son. Like, yeah, if I take it to heart, like that's normal. <laughs> you know, it was just sweet. And it was like funny seeing them do the laundry together. And he ends up being like, so you're going to fold all of it for me. right? Uh, <laughs> Which is the worst part. Do you think she is ironing the clothes? Is that like a South Asian thing? You know, I don't know. I would love to hear actually from some of our brown listeners. Like, did your mom I, iron your underwear? Because mine did. <laughs> I wonder, like, it must not take as long as I'm thinking because your mom's so good at it because she's been doing it for so I long, I mean, right? I think she, you know how like there's a household chore that you like doing? Like, yeah. like I kind of enjoy doing. What is yours? I like doing the dishes. What? I know, it's weird. It's, it's very useful. I don't know a <laughs> lot of people that like that. Like taking them out, putting no, them in. No, I like the feeling of when I'm done and like the kitchen is yeah. clean and everything's where it should be. I like that. Yeah. Um, My mom likes doing laundry and ironing, I think, because she can like watch TV and iron. Yeah, that's what, so my folding laundry is Bravo time. Yes, exactly. I think I've told you yeah. that. And I do that too. I just, then you have to put it away and... I don't know. I don't love it. So my I'm I'm at the point with my kids. I don't give a shit. I fold it and then I'm like put it away and it's like usually like stuffed in their closet and I'm like, "You know what? I tried. They tried. I tried. I did what I could." Okay. All right. So you guys don't know, but we had to take a break cuz Deanna had life shit to do. And we were Ugh. like, "We need we're to back. talk about the rest of this episode." So, okay. Richa and Lopa. In the car. In the car. And Richa's, like, <laughs> Lopanti's like, Vishal is such a drama and king. And then Richa <laughs> says that she's the drama queen. And then she's like, well, you're a drama queen. She's like, am I a drama queen? And Richa's like, yes, you are like the empress See, of being a drama queen. More Lopa auntie. So That's I what mean, I think. Yeah. And, you know, like, Richa, that I think this is an example of Richa calling mm. Lopa out on some of her mm-hmm. stuff where, you know, I feel I'm a Lopa fan. Of course. I just am. Oh, this podcast. This podcast. Lopa yeah. fan. <laughs> we should merch. probably just change it to new Lopa merch. fans. <laughs> it's like we have three t-shirts. It's busy bitches. And then it's uh, busy Lopa bitches. fans. And then um, always, always retweet, retweet Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, this is a Lopa auntie safe space. It absolutely. Like if, if you... Uh, have something negative to say about Lopa Auntie and you're a guest. Yeah. 
We're not going to bash you. We're not going to bash you. Know, you know, I, is- I see comments against oh, her on our Instagram yeah. posts all the time, and I am I never like them. I'm always like, mm-mm. Okay, so Richa is talking about, like, you know, we need, me and Vishal need time when, like, our moms aren't around, 100%. the families aren't involved, just to, like, be ourselves and figure our shit out, which is so true, Because right? the relationship and is them. It is. Like, it's at the end the of the day, the other people can fuck off pretty much yeah and so she's like i'm going to vishal's house to get ready for halloween she walks okay vishal i think he won the costume contest for me so my son was very confused (laughs) okay what what did (laughs) tell me everything he he was confused about why the eyes were red he was confused because when we initially walk in on vishal yes we meaning the camera he's half demon half normal right yes and his co- he said his costume was Lucifer, to be clear. Okay. So he okay. was trying to be like full devil. Okay. Wait, he was full devil? Why was his face painted? Like only half of it. Uh, for effect? I don't know. Vishal, can you tell us what was going yeah. on Yeah, okay. That? I didn't get that. But like he had shaved his whole chest and his belly and, button and got irritated. I thought it was that his belly button had like lint in it. No, I think it's from the shaving. That's what I gleaned. But like is it because he shaved a couple days before and it grew back that? Um cuz if he just like an shaved, ingrown it would hair be, or something. But like he shaved but he still had body hair. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't know. And, and apparently, this coming, he from, is, this coming from a hairy woman. Okay? You know, so I am, they did talked at length. You and I are just hairy women. <laughs> oh, yes. we, we are. So it's not like I have no hair and I'm questioning. No, no. We so they did an Instagram live after the of show him on Wednesday. Shaved? No, and Vishal <laughs> was like shirtless in the Instagram live because he was going to bed, and I guess he goes to bed shirtless, and he had full chest hair, like. And he was like, I've stopped removing my hair. Okay. Okay. I appreciate that. And I think it was because Richa told him not to, if I'm remembering correctly. Can I ask you a personal question? Yeah. Do you if want your man removing chest hair? No. And neither do I. Okay. I was just checking. Because one, I, I don't, don't want them to have to keep up with that maintenance. Yes. And we know maintenance. And like, and if they don't, then it gets like prickly. And it yeah. hurts, right? And we've both kissed men with like beards or starting beards or, you know, yeah, day three just, beards. No. Yeah. So you don't think so either, right? No. And I, from what I've, I don't think I've ever hooked up with anyone. Uh, we, who, what do we know, right? I mean, if someone had just freshly shaved, how would you know? I think it's well, rare that someone believe... has no chest hair, though, right? Yeah. I, well, well, Okay, I do believe I'm going to go here. <laughs> okay, go for it. Clean up your pubic hair, men. Like, we don't want to see. I don't even care. I'm going to say don't, it. Wow. Because if I'm not going to care for myself, or okay. if I'm going to have standards for myself that are like, you shouldn't care, then I'm going to have okay, to feel so the same way about men. Is it okay that I take care of my own and I expect? Yeah. Okay. I think you just have to be honest about what you want, right? Right. And like if someone, and you can make judgments about someone if they like have big problems with like your body hair, then you can decide, hey, okay, someone who's going to make a judgment about my body hair is not for me or I don't care. 
you know. Do you know what the interesting thing? And we again, we've talked all about body hair in a previous episode, so but go we check could in talk on that. about it forever. Is, is the <laughs> only people that have commented on my body hair are women? Interesting. Isn't that really interesting? Well, probably because we're always thinking about it because there's so Our many own. expectations yeah. for us to remove body hair, facial hair, like all of it like to prune our like head hair like it's oh my gosh all a whole thing has anyone like a friend ever commented on yours or no um if they have i've blocked it out good but let me tell you don't ever comment on my hair no on my body hair i'm gonna be like rage i'm gonna be lucifer just like (laughs) Vishal. and richa makes a joke she's like maybe i'll go find another lucifer and Vishal's like he's talking like I think we can get back into the relationship in his like right. ITM and he's like, treat me as your fiance in the streets. And then I think we can get back in the sheets. This is so <laughs> I. So the thing that I want to like just discuss loosely yeah. is, do you think they got right back into their relationship of like now back to normal? Or do you think they took no. baby steps? I think it's I think we're seeing the baby steps that they're taking. You know, should we talk about the rumors that we I posted at least on Twitter? Oh, I posted them too. So okay, there good, was some good. crazy circulating rumors that like Vishal and Richa have been married for years already. And then what was like, the feedback you got on Instagram? Oh, I heard from several of the actual cast members, including Vishal. He what he um texted he DM'd me and he was like, This is news to me. <laughs> and like it's just Come on, guys. They they have not been married. Otherwise, do you think everybody literally on this show would be able to act like they weren't? Like That's actually a real... These are not stars and actors. No, they're no. They're stars, but they're not actors. No, they're not acting. Like, this is real shit that's happening. Like, I... Yeah. So, no. That, that rumor is wrong. Rumor is squashed. I posted it on our stories just yeah. to see what people thought. And then I clearly said that's not true and it's not true so there we go okay then it's the halloween party and (laughs) there's nothing i I love more than than a bravo halloween party oh my god and do you like a bravo halloween oh yeah i mean we we saw shaw's we saw shaw's we saw atlanta um, oh I'll God. never get Atlanta that picture the, of Fallon running through the kitchen. <laughs> and P.S. Yeah. Portia was at Simon's house. Oh. Uh, that was at Simon's house. Yes. Yes. Pre. This is like months. This is like a handful of months before Fallon and Simon get divorced. And then a couple like months later, Portia and Simon Portia are moves engaged. into that. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, when Lavina auntie said, you'll be drinking and eating candy, you might get a high. <laughs> I was like, this, like, she's so innocent and pure. I I just love her. Um, And then I I, was a little bummed out, but then I realized that there were only a few people there. Yeah. I thought Amrit was a Costco guy. (laughs) (laughs) I thought him and his mom would be a Costco family. Is that really weird? I had the exact same thought when Bali was hating on the Trader Joe's appetizers. I was like, 
man should have gone to Costco. <laughs> when he, when they had the little M&M things oh, that yes. they were opening, yeah. I was like, I pictured them opening like Here's what I'm going to say. Costco. I, like, I think Umrit might not be at the point where he's even no. considered a Costco membership. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Uh, you have a Costco membership. Oh, yes. But I only okay. got one like a year after we moved to Boulder and we had like a house and right. we were like fairly Totally, domestic. me too. Like in, in Cambridge and in Boston, there's no, no in New York way City. I would have been able to have yeah. like Costco size shit in my kitchen. Like, okay, no. <laughs> I also want to pose something. Okay, <laughs> what is your favorite? And I want to hear from people. What is your favorite Trader Joe's appetizer? <laughs> Oh, there's so many good ones. I know mine because I could eat the whole thing. I want you thing. to tell me. Okay, so there's like a mushroom truffle pizza. Oh shit! And I used to eat it like three times a week when I lived alone in Brooklyn. <gasps> like it's like you know, like that's it was not when an I was appetizer younger. though. That's like oh, a meal. No. no, but it's like I feel like it is an appetizer. A pizza? Yeah, it's like this mushroom truffle. Oh, is, it, is it like a no? It's a truffle bread? pizza. Yes. Okay, so it's like shareable and yeah. But I used to just cut it up into little <laughs> things and watch it. TV and just eat the whole thing. Listen, Trader Joe's has gotten us all through some pretty tough times. And okay, now what's yours? What um, do you go for in the frozen section? I should say. So I've recently got into their like mini wontons, the frozen wontons. Okay, like. So that's just recent, but I feel like I've had their spinach and artichoke dip is really good. Oh, that always looks good. I don't want to try things like that. Because then you'll have, because, oh yeah. Yeah, because I'll know it's there. So, okay, I just want to quote. <laughs> so there's this guy, his name is John August. He's really famous. He's actually from Boulder. Uh-huh. He wrote the movie Go. Okay. Um, if you've seen it with Katie Holmes, he has a podcast called Script Notes. Okay. And he lived in Paris for a while to write scripts. And he said the Trader Joe's chocolate croissants are the only um, <laughs> croissants he's ever had in America that can compare with Paris. <gasps> oh, shit. Really? <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm going to be picking those up the next I know, time so I like, go. We just picked them up. But the thing is with those is you have to let them rise for 24 hours. Before you bake them. And like, do you you know when like okay you just gotta people, have it for it's two like... people that don't cook you and i <laughs> or bake that's like intimidating so i always hold it up in the freezer and i say like oh this is like I an do, extra i do have to say that i am a baker and i do you attempt are. to cook from time to time but okay well, i i like to bake actually but okay so i'm never gonna bake a, a croissant myself oh, are no you way. fucking kidding me okay so they when when nicholas said he looked like ariel's dad in his thick midwestern accent i, I love was, nicholas i love that man so much I I the patience of a saint of a saint and like just the way that him folding the little napkins. <laughs> OK, this was such a little thing when no, he I was setting the table. That, that's so so he put the little napkins in the center of the plate and then put the um, fork on top. Oh, just a little something. We love him. Um, and unclear. His family is right wing or am I just making that up? They got into it in season one and it was definitely like I think they were very religious. And so his um, like journey to come out to his family was also complex. So I think that probably gives him more like 
um, understanding and, and patience with Amrit's yeah. family, which is like really important. Um, okay, so what was Amrit's costume? All I could see was that it w- looked like a bird after he said that. Yes. Um, I don't know. And it's it's very strange when these Bravo celebrities get their makeup done. Yeah. like, And you're like, what did they do? You mean like Halloween makeup or just in general makeup? Just any kind of Halloween or whatever. And it just like they painted his face white. Yeah. I feel like the effect didn't really come through. <laughs> no, and, it and was Nic- not. Nicholas's makeup was also like, it was extreme. I mean, they definitely did not look like, they looked I like they were dressed up as something. So that's But good. what was Nicholas supposed to be? I don't know. But all I will say is at least they looked dressed up because Sean did not look dressed up. We need to just kind of go into this because I texted you last night (laughs) you were like I have to say it like Sean's costume sucks (laughs) well the thing is we're watching these Bravo celebrities yeah to bring their A game in every situation yes including costumes and Sean I guess he was like he had the good and bad angel on one side like so his girlfriend was there. Pooja was there and she was uh-huh. like the good angel. angel. And then maybe Monica was the bad angel. I don't know. It was like, how can I go to a Halloween co- party and not do the work? I, he did zero work. He did. He printed out something and laminated them. <laughs> like, and it's like, we're not Sean haters. No. Knows no. Season one. He was we want to see that. him more. We, we just want to see him shine. We want to see him he's shine. He's not shining as much as we think he can shine. We did see him a little. So when Vishal apologizes, did you think it was interesting that he took Sean aside first to apologize? No, because, okay, so say like if I had Dylan was my little brother would you apologize to me well I would apologize maybe to the person I was closer with so yeah I don't. Yeah, so I don't you know. would apologize to me and then apologize. To I Dylan. guess like the confrontation it, at the party was with Sean. Like Dylan was not a, a part right. of that confrontation. So well, and then remember, like Vishal pushed him. Yes. So and so, I, it was nice seeing both apologies. Like they felt real and genuine. Like when Dylan was like, "I love you," and Vishal kissed yeah. him on the cheek. I was like, "Oh, that's really sweet." So I, I mean, it seems to me like the whole issue is squashed, right? So they, you know, they, but what was interesting also was seeing Amrit be like telling Vishal, like, I think he should apologize, but also like, you don't really have to say sorry. That was amazing. <laughs> right? Like Amrit is, is definitely still, I well, think. Well, and we have to remember that he's a lawyer. Oh, that's true. He knows. Does he's that make sense? He's thinking about like the right words to use. He's thinking. <laughs> he's yeah. Like, Just so say he my knows. bad. Don't use the yeah, S word. <laughs> exactly. Like Amrit is like a smart lawyer. And so that's why I was like, oh, that's the lawyer in him. Yeah. That. 100%. Um, Brian shows up. I liked Brian's outfit because it was, he wasn't like, he didn't look good. Is he a good. cardinal? <laughs> he was a priest. I, I've the never seen a wig. priest. I know. I was like, it's a monk's wig, but I guess, a, but that's a cardinal because a priest doesn't, no, my priest never dressed like that. It was kind like of that. a Dracula priest. 
slash I don't know. He had tequila for holy water and was like five shots in when he showed up. It's really funny. tough because we're all coming out of COVID or whatever. Uh-huh. And I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to party. And like <gasps> granted we talked at the beginning of episode as like we're stressed, we're yes. anxious. Yes. And it's just like seeing so the party the- makes you want to party. Yeah. yeah. Well it's just like and I bring that up because the second that they were drinking the warm whiskey and Brian brought out the tequila. Yeah. I was like, and you know me, I don't really drink hard alcohol. Yeah. I was like, I would, I would be like taking shots and drinking hard alcohol. <laughs> yeah. And we have to remember that like, this was a low key party kind of because it, in October, COVID was like raging. Right. So well, in Florida, it's questionable what was going yeah, on. Yeah, I there. mean, I think they were all like masks off, do whatever, like yeah. since last summer. But um, <laughs> so what else happened? Okay, so there's the Anisha and Monica showdown. Oh yeah, and I do think that Brian's description of see, I of, don't watch Game of Thrones. Okay, I do, and so all of our listeners out there who do, I'd love to hear from you. I think that this analogy of Cersei and um Kale- and the Khaleesi are like so, it's such a good analogy because like Anisha is like like smart and conniving and she says things but doesn't she says one thing Mm -hmm. but like then acts another way Mm -hmm. and then Monica is like she's kind of she's younger she's coming into her own and but she has that like dark like rage (laughs) in there somewhere do you know what I mean I believe okay I'm not sure if this is right to say I believe there's some type of rage and anger in Monica absolutely I mean I think that like with the conversation There's rage and with anger her in mom, all of us. No, yeah, yeah. All of us have these all of us things. Have rage and, anger. and I think I really appreciated seeing Monica's like real vulnerability with her mother in that scene. When her eyes got wide and um she was like, Mom, like yes. we don't see Monica and I'm not gonna call it breaking, but like heightened very easily. No, and 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 you know she, tried, what? she keeps it all together. But and I think she's like she's also sort of like I don't know. She can be really direct sometimes. Like I felt like in that conversation with Anisha, Anisha's like I'm not I don't like I don't hold grudges. And Monica's like, "Well, I do." And I was like, respect for saying that. And like, Anisha is like, so of course, we're seeing this conversation after we've seen all the drama on Instagram in the past couple weeks where like Anisha's dragging Monica again, calling her Ross Ratchet and all this shit. And it's like, so Anisha's like, I won't ever do that again, knowing that you don't like that. And I'm like, I'm not, I don't make passive aggressive comments and I don't hold Mm -hmm. a grudge. And it's like, uh, (laughs) I don't think that's true. Anisha. (laughs) Like, um, and of course, like I will see how the season evolves. I'm sure there's more stuff that goes down that kind of led to where they are now, but it's like, I feel like when Monica was, so then, Okay, tell me what you felt about this when mm. Anisha was like, I need to like tell you about the I t- I called your boyfriend dollar store Drake, but then I told him at Brian's party and apologized for it and he took it so well and I thought that was really cool. Is she saying that Monica doesn't have any humor? She's saying like she doesn't know how to take humor and stuff like that and and then I was kind of on Monica's side on this one because she was like, you know, I understand that the humor and sarcasm, but like she's just kind of being a bitch. And it's sort of true. It's like 
So does Anisha expect people to like, she makes fun of them and then they're just supposed to be okay yeah. with it? Like, because so, that's kind of okay, not so cool. So this is what, okay, so this is where I'm coming from and I don't do that out here. Okay. The humor that I have, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying this is Anisha, mm-hmm. like the humor I have with my friends in New York yeah. is very different from the humor I can do out here. But are they good friends of yours who you have a existing strong bond yes that but you can I you can to, shade them and my, it won't offend them my instinct is to do it out here okay and it's really it's i've been here for seven years okay and i've pulled out the humor once in a while and it never lands okay so it's like that my humor is like like the ones i have with my friends and i think it's the seinfeld thing mm-hmm. like it's very seinfeld humor and seinfeld's trash yeah because he dated <laughs> shoshana who was 17 years old and he was a grown-ass man yes canceled and he seinfeld's also said canceled. he also said that he can't be funny anymore because of cancel culture oh, or yes, whatever. That yeah, was so some fuck, bullshit. Yeah, okay. so fuck that. But yeah. anyway, it's very like cutting humor. Like you walk into the room and you feel like a 10 out of 10 and you're and like people are like, who do you think you are kind of humor? Okay, oh, look but at what you- if you had just, you were just getting to know someone, like let's say you're getting to know one of my friends that I brought yeah. to a party or something. Yeah. And you're just like, you've seen each other a couple of times you're getting to know each other and they bring their boyfriend would you call them dollar store drake if i had a couple drinks in me and i was in new york <laughs> yes and you wouldn't feel like yeah i mean bad like, about I, it you wouldn't I, be like this old is me a would. mean old thing me, to say old me would new me wouldn't okay okay new therapist in training wouldn't old me would think that is funny and that it's okay yeah okay new me doesn't think it's okay so that's just we're just gonna leave that right there no that uh, do i sound like a total bitch no i think you're i I think you're being honest about like your perspective at a certain time in your life new me is just like a little more gentler a little more mindful i'm not saying anisha's not gentle and mindful it's just like yeah i think we're I guess this is my thing. Okay. Is we're all insecure. Yes. Right? Yes. We're all just walking insecurities. We're all in pain. Mm -hmm. We're all suffering to some degree. Yeah. I do not want to be the person who who, like cuts down. Yeah. Someone else or makes fun of someone else. Because it's like if you like I'm on the verge of tears right now. Oh my God. I mean, I'm not, but like, I was basically crying before this part of the podcast. Like, if someone made fun of me right now, yeah. I would hysterical cry. And that's the thing is like, you know what I mean? Where are people at? Like, what read the room type of situation? And I think Anisha is smart enough to know that, that saying that cutting. shit is going to be like really hurt Monica's feelings too. And like, it's just so. I think it's yeah. hard when. And I'm not standing up for Anisha. When everyone tells you you're clever, you're smart, you're yeah. funny, yeah, you build upon that, yeah, and you want it, and that's your and you, your momentum, and that's yeah. what you like give to the world. Yep, yep. And, and she's like very on social. She has the biggest following on social media, right. and she's so like known people are like Anisha funny. doesn't take any shit. Like she's so funny and like yeah, ba ba ba, and like that's when it's like. That fuels her in some sort of way. Exactly. And it's it's like it is what it is. It's interesting to watch. And, you know, it's just it it's interesting to watch. I feel like 
This Anisha and Monica drama thing, like, it's sort of, it's an oil and water situation, right? Like, they're never going to be friends. No, and that's okay. And we that's okay. And I think, that's, Bravo. I think that's how they left it in the episode was kind of like, yeah, they're just like, they can be cordial to one another and maybe that's it. Maybe that's all we get from them. And, and so let's just move on from this issue, right? I do think that, like, the social media hazing and stuff, like, maybe... I don't know. Cut it back. I think bring... I think bring more women. This is yes, my thing with family karma. we need more karma. female relationships. Because the men are just like shaking each other's hands. Like, I'm not saying we need cat fights, but we need like, it, it doesn't feel, it feels emotionally complex, but not emotionally complex at the same time. Well, yeah. And they even mentioned like, oh, like Vishal to squash the issue with Dylan and Sean yeah. in two seconds, but women hold on to these grudges for like Or just decades. like women really talk it out and yeah. just, you know, it's not even about holding grudges because that means there's something wrong with women I think I think the reason why I enjoy Bravo is because it's like Bravo shows complex women yeah and complex relationships and and the topics that come up are things that we all sometimes maybe in our regular lives we don't engage with because we don't want to but like Mm -hmm. it gives us a way to engage with those topics and so yeah, there it is. Um, okay, and then Vishal takes off his shirt. and Which this is, I appreciated this. When Richard was like, no, I'm going to get injured. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't it's even Vishal. hear that part. And I like, I feel like people see that and they're like, oh, Richa hates Vishal. She doesn't like is him. Is that what people say? Yeah, and I'm like, no, that's like S- playful, fun, like. I thought it was cute. He's like I trying to like cute. shove a pizza roll down her mouth. I mean, this is this is their dynamic. This is the dynamic we've all known from episode one, season one. Yeah. Of and it's Family not karma. It's not the like romantic comedy or it's no. not like the picture perfect vision of a relationship. And guess what, everyone? Relationships are complex and they're not like from the movies they're just and I have to say is like if you saw the amount of times that I roll my eyes with Andrew like when he (laughs) does something like this is a part of certain people's relationship of just like oh god here he goes again or yeah she goes again because they're like your family member at a certain point and you just like you're not gonna like someone all of the time no you know you might love them but you're not gonna like them all the time of course um Vishal Vishal says, I can close a $20 million building and do a stripper pull and you need to find a man who can do both. <laughs> and I'm like, let's add I a few more things that. to I missed it. all this. So that's what he said it right at the end of the episode. And I'm kind of like, you know, but also like, can you buy a house organize a wedding can you organize a wedding can you plan a date can you fly up and book a hotel room and not care about lopa auntie getting in the way (laughs) yeah exactly you know what i mean that's actually (laughs) yes like these and those are all the things rich is like i need more of this from you like the stripping got it the 20 million dollar closing got it it's like it's like the the doing of things I feel mm-hmm. like maybe totally is lacking. Agree. Okay, so next week I am so excited for this high tea with the aunties and Raj Uncle. Mm. And Bali, there's a little snippet of her saying that Raj Uncle needs to bang someone. <laughs> <laughs> And I love that it was 
was like a short clip. I know. I'm like, it was like, I'm just going to leave that right there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and then Brian and Monica Shah are going to get into it a little, Dr. Monica. And then, of course, Amrit is going to talk with his non Which I think that's going to be the cliffhanger for next week. And Amrit, again, is going to be on Watch What Happens Live. Tune in, blast on social media about it, tweet at Andy and Bravo and be like, hey, we love to see it. We need more. We need Bali. We need Anisha. We need everybody. You know, I think like there are people being like, oh, Pride's going on. Like, wow, what can I do for Pride? Blast watch what happens live (laughs) Twitter. If you have nothing to do. This You're not going. Oh, my God. (laughs) Right. This is like a quintessential story in like a of like the LGBTQIA plus community, like yeah, nothing plus, could be more your, on do, point. Do pride work, like do just blast about, like yes. <laughs> blast them about getting, you know, thanking, not thanking them because they should have Amrit on Watch What Happens Live. But yeah. you'll find Indra and I tomorrow night celebrating Pride in Denver. Oh yeah, we'll we'll put some uh, social media up. stuff up. Um, I know we always say that and then we never do it, but we're gonna do it. <laughs> I know. We'll take like a thousand pictures so we both agree on one. Yes. Yes. Um, okay, guys. That's it. Okay. We, we want to oh, say um, we have like some new patrons, which is so exciting. One thing I wanted to say is like in the podcast world, there mm. are a lot of podcasts now. Like everyone in your mother has a podcast. And so like ad revenue from podcasts is really only available to people who are getting like tens of thousands of downloads. And like, while we have an a strong listener base, we're we're not at that level. So like ads are not really probably something we're gonna focus on now or in no, the but near I am future. F- I am focused on the algorithm though. Well yes, there's that and and it's like, how can you support a mid-level podcast like right. ours is through Patreon. Like, so even if you right. don't want to listen to our Thirsty 30 episodes, which you probably do, like if you throw us a dollar, three dollars a month, like that, that's like become our way. source of revenue basically for our very like humble podcast, you know? And so we really appreciate it. Thank you to our existing patrons. And if you want to join, like, please do patreon.com. Patreon.com. And when I mentioned algorithm before, I was, um, I, it, it, I took it out of context. I was actually talking about, you know, since we've started this podcast, we've been really trying to uplift other South Asian American podcasts mm-hmm. and reaching out to uh, podcasting, hosting communities to be like, where's all, like, why aren't you focusing on uh, South Asian American voices in the podcasting arena yeah and one way you can do that and it's very selfish of me to say (laughs) this but like just click five stars yeah write a review if you can uh, show you know I am I was just texting Indra I'm uh, you know I'm not interested in hearing (laughs) bands like fallout boy (laughs) you know I've never been into fallout boy granted but like I want to hear diverse voices, songs, what have you on my headphones. Yeah. And, and the, the algorithm that, pushes it. And the algorithm helps. And so with us, you know, click five stars with other podcasts in the BIPOC community that deals with the BIPOC community. Click their five stars. Yes. I mean, it just makes it heaps and heaps of differences to it podcasts does. like us. It does. It's just like 
you know, the algorithm guy in the background computer mm-hmm. thing like sees exactly. that there's activity and they push it forward to more people, which is like kind of ironic, but that's where we are. So that's a long winded way of saying join our Patreon, subscri- subscribe, rate and review on and your share. podcasts and share and namaste bitches. Namaste bitches. Namaste bitches.